0: back. This is Ricky. I am coming to you from the Just Kickball headquarters in the southeast Portland neighborhood of Lentz. How are you all today? I am flying solo and feeling really great about the fact that baseball season's about a week into it, uh, into the new season, the 2021 season. We finally have um, some semblance of normalcy. Uh, we're talking a little bit, uh, about baseball right now. Uh, there's also a new start. Uh, well, there's also a start to another new season here in kickball. Uh, tonight, Wednesday, Sel- um, Westmoreland begins playing. I'll be playing tonight with the Virgins as I have joined them for the spring season, hoping to get Becky and the Virgins, uh, a championship here in the spring so we've talked baseball, we've talked kickball, and uh, today's episode, uh, oddly enough, is about women's football. And we had the great fortune of intervie- interviewing Leah Hinkle, who's the general manager and the uh, tackling coach for uh, Anna Shaw, who is, as you know, uh, one of the great kickball players in our community, and uh, we wanted to do our best to support uh, this this thing that she's, you know, becoming a part of and and really excited about um, doing our our part in helping grow the sport here in Portland, Oregon. So um, we had a great chan- We had a great time uh, discussing kind of you know what's going on with the Oregon Ravens and and what they're trying to accomplish. And um, you know, Beam and I had had a really good time uh, talking with Leah Hinkle about it. So. Uh, as as that's all said, I'd like to go ahead and just uh, leave it at that. Um, hopefully, you guys enjoy it as much as um, Beam and I did. Uh, this is Just Kickball, Season 2, Episode 5, an episode interviewing Leah Hinkle. Enjoy. Alright, welcome to Just Kickball. We are live with Leah Hinkle. Am I saying that properly? Yes. Fantastic. Welcome to the show.
1: Thank Um,
0: you. For those of you who do not know, Leah is the general manager, and if I read this correctly, you're also one of the tackling coaches?
1: Yes. Perfect. I am the tackling coach. The
0: tackling coach. The one and only. For the Oregon Ravens, Um, Mm -hmm. I am so honored to have you uh, here uh beam yo how are you doing today dude i'm surviving fantastic well listen uh as someone who is obviously dedicated so much to the game of football as you have uh you played uh, if i if i remember correctly six years uh for the corvallis team yes eight years for the portland shockwave yes then you uh you won two gold medals traveling internationally to was it sweden in one year and then uh finland the
1: other Yes, you're right on.
0: That was in 2010. Was in Sweden, and then 2013 was in Finland, right? Yep. Fantastic. And uh, the, you played linebacker in both those gold medal games, and then you came back in 2016. And was it 2016 or 2017 that you, you won All-American honors?
1: <laughs> yes, I was playing in...
0: center. <laughs> center. Center. Yes. For uh, for a team here for the Portland Shockwave, correct? Yes. Um this is amazing to me. What does it mean to you to uh, you know have the honor of being the general manager for the inaugural season for the Oregon Ravens?
1: Um it is kind of a culmination of my entire career playing. So it's my opportunity to pay it forward. I had an amazing experience from my early 20s into my mid 30s. I had a lot of Um, like you mentioned, amazing experiences overseas, which is something that I never expected. I got to win medals for my country. And there was also a lot of hardship in between. Being a woman tackle football player is not an easy, it's not an easy thing. Um, And so now to be in a position of management and to be in a position of leadership, I have the opportunity to, create an experience for women in this sport that perhaps I didn't have and that's just really powerful and really exciting and I, I say I go to work every day just really you know um, just feeling very positive about my work and what I'm doing and, um, and I'm not even getting paid.
2: Wow, yeah. Certainly. It's it's not
1: even actually a paid position, but I, I treat it like a job.
2: Well, absolutely. I mean, because I have to. <laughs> I can totally see that. You you have a normal nine to five as an educator, right?
1: Yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. I work for Clackamas Education Service District. I'm a, a consultant for them um, in Title III, which is services for English learners. Mm-hmm. So that is that is my my career. It's it's what I do. I have a lot of passion for that as well. But um, the ravens get me every other minute of you know of the day that I have free.
0: Well, you mentioned a couple of the different things that you do, um, but I, I was noticing that you have quite an array of uh, accomplishments in your life. You're an award-winning belly dancer. <laughs> uh, you're trained in several uh, schools of dance, right? I, I, I saw ballroom, I saw salsa dancing. Yes. Um, and, you know, not only that, but you're also a to me, in my opinion, an accomplished writer. Um, I I noticed and, and read that you had a blog. Um, I read all of, all the articles that you had in your blog um, <laughs> at leahwinkel.wordpress.com, check them out. Um, but they, they were fantastic. One of the things that stuck with me in reading your stories was just the amount of uh, injuries you had to overcome. Like I, I like you broke your you know at, like five different meta tar- or tarples or whatever they're called. That's a foot, right? Yeah. And, well, and she broke her arm and her and her ankle, all sorts of different things. Yeah,
1: um, yeah. So I played for fourteen seasons, and over fourteen seasons, I broke about. 20 bones or so. But the interesting thing about my career is as I had a huge break mm-hmm. in the early days. Mm-hmm. So my second year playing, I had a big tibial plateau fracture and it had to be screwed back together. Wow. And then I had nine years, nine glorious years where I did not have any major injuries. Wow. I broke a finger here and there, but you know, fingers can be buddy taped. No big deal. Mm-hmm. But nine years, and then after those nine years were over, then I started with almost seasonal injuries, um, and until my retirement in 2017. Um, so yeah, I broke a lot of bones after <laughs> after that nine-year stretch. So
2: question here. You, uh, <laughs> so uh, growing up, I'm uh, for all intents and purposes, I'm 34. Um, growing up, we had two. Two two women played high school football, but outside of that, California. Um, so a lot of people, I would imagine, we just have a larger base. But I didn't experience any women playing football as a as a kid, as a young man myself. Um, did you play play Pop Warner high school football, or did you come from a secondary sport? Um, I don't know. Did, did you wrestle? I wrestled in high school. Wrestled in college. Yeah. Um,
1: Good question. Uh, no. <laughs> no. Okay. So, so you... I did not play tackle football until I until I was recruited to play in my early 20s. Um, in high school, I played soccer, and I would say that I played soccer pretty aggressively. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. That's I... what I said
2: about me. <laughs> that's why I couldn't play soccer.
1: I, I played uh, with the boys. It was a co ed team because I went to a very small school district. And actually we created the soccer team ourselves. We picked walnuts in order to purchase the uniforms for our teams. And maybe that's when my general manager skills were were go. born because <laughs> me and my friends created the co-ed soccer team for Monroe High School. Uh, so we were very much self-starters and... Um, and then when I got out there on the field, I really had no idea what I was doing. And I was overly aggressive, maybe. Um, but I had a great time. Believe it or not, never got a yellow card or a red card. Um, <laughs> despite the fact that I was tackling boys on the football field. But, As
2: you should. As you yeah. should.
1: I played one season of volleyball. Didn't like it. Well, I mean, you must have gotten
0: some general manager experience <laughs> in training, uh, you know, with the student body president role that you had. Yes, right? yeah,
1: I was student body. You really I dug did. deep. I really you did. dug
0: very deep. No, I am telling you, it was I'm, <laughs> it was a rabbit hole. Like, uh, you know, once I started reading up about you, I really started to just you know consider the fact I I could be talking to like one of the pioneers in women's football. And I, I really did want to do you justice. So.
1: Well, I appreciate that very much. Um, but yeah, my, my athletic career was mostly dancing, as you mm-hmm. mentioned. Mm-hmm. I started out in ballet. Then I started belly dancing and then ballroom. And so, um, yeah, most of my experience was with dancing. But amazingly, that transfers very well to playing tackle football. football because of footwork. So if you can learn an entire choreographed dance, like if you're in the Nutcracker or a Mm -hmm. big ballet, you are learning a lot of choreography. Plays are choreography. Mm -hmm. So a football play is this is where you start. This is where you step. This is where you move. This is where you should end up. This is the purpose, right? Same as dance. Mm -hmm. It's exactly the same as dance. Yeah. So... It transferred very well for me, um, and then I guess I'm just a little bit um, aggressive by nature. <laughs> I don't know where that came from. Well, it's, um, it's but, true, though,
0: the, the free flow yeah. of, uh, of a football <laughs> player, right? You've, um, you have a sequence of, of uh, movement uh, for every person on the field. But then there's that added element of that creative uh, influence, right? Mm-hmm. Each person has their ability to influence the play with their direct, you know, matchup, uh, you know, against them. So
1: mm-hmm. um,
0: that's a fantastic analogy and parallel.
1: Yeah, it worked well for me. Um, like you said, I ended up on Team USA as a as Mike linebacker and um, had had a good good run. Really good run. I had a great career.
0: You played all three phases of the ball, correct? Yes. Special teams. Yeah.
1: I didn't start out that way. So it did take me a couple years to learn the game. I watched the Super Bowl growing up. I watched one of my brothers play a little bit of high school ball. And that's all I knew about football. So it did take me a while to learn. So I started out on defense where the objective is pretty straightforward right you tackle yeah. the ball carrier mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> you find them Single you know maybe football. you have some pass responsibilities as a as a db but or a linebacker but the objective is is pretty universal on defense so that's where i started and then after a couple years i learned to play offense and then I, I, was, I was getting pretty good at that point, and so I just never left the field. So I would play offense, defense, and special teams. Mm-hmm. But part of that is also the fact that we had a small roster. So the Corvallis Pride struggled for years to have enough players to really you know, be successful. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we were, um, you know, we were down in the, I think, the late teens um, when we finally folded.
2: Oh, wow.
1: Right. So when you don't even have 20 players, yeah. everybody has to play multiple sides of the ball.
0: And we're talking <laughs> 11-11. Yes. Traditional football. Yes. Well, and and if, if we're talking, uh, you know, you run on offense 30 plays and then on defense and another, you know, an additional 30 mm-hmm. plays, it's a long time on a football field. Yes. If you're running 30, if, if you're that's running only
2: 60 plays, you could be yes. How long are your games? Are you playing full 15 minute quarter? Yes.
1: Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. So you're
2: and mm-hmm. yeah,
0: you're talking. It's like probably seventy plays each side. Yeah. Oh, you know, I'll tell you what. You probably let that that play clock get down as low as you can. <laughs> no, no one's in a rush. There's no running gun. No, you yeah. know, two minute offense. Oh my gosh.
1: There's there's nothing like you know on defense. You, you get an interception, yeah. and then the ball switches over. So then you go to running back, or you know, and then you make a touchdown, and then you have to go to kickoff. Yeah. Right. <laughs> you know, it's like. I was in the best shape of my life. I'll just I'll and just say that. Yeah. I was definitely in good shape.
2: So what positions did you play?
1: <laughs> in my fourteen year career, I played every single position at least once. Oh wow. Except for quarterback. Mm -hmm. Um, I, am not a great quarterback. I can't throw, Mm -hmm. cannot throw. And then kicker. I can't kick either. (laughs) (laughs) I can't kick at all. I tried, you know, when, when the roster would get low, you start trying out everybody at every position, like everybody line up who can kick the ball, (laughs) you know? Um, but I, I never ended up in that, in those two positions, but my, my main positions where I was most successful, um, I would say was at fullback. I played fullback for a couple years um, until I broke my metatarsals. <laughs> and Thank my... you for
0: correcting me, because I would never have gotten that on my own. I can read yeah. all about you, but I don't know the human body. Yeah, <laughs> we need a we brain here.
1: She'd tell us. Yeah. And then, uh, and then, obviously, linebacker. Oh, okay. That was my bread and butter.
0: Yeah. Nice. Well, I think this trans this segues really well into you know talking a little bit a little bit about the Oregon Ravens and and the mm-hmm. process uh, the process that you guys are in right now. Um, I know that I was watching some of Anna's posts mm-hmm. and that, you know, mm-hmm. she was, uh, cross training at different positions. I would imagine that that's something that, um, that everyone's doing right now with the, the team.
1: Yes. Yeah. We have, um, a, you know, like a, a primary position on both offense and defense for most of our players where they will get the majority of their reps. Mm-hmm but then we, we are struggling to, to bring our numbers up. Uh, so right now we are going back and forth between you know, mid 20s and early 30s. That's your roster size. Yes. Mm-hmm. So we have all of our players also studying a secondary position on both offense and defense right now
0: mm-hmm.
1: because we, we don't know what's gonna happen. Uh, the The pandemic has really made it difficult for us to keep our numbers up. Right. We have had a lot of players go through hardships, and they've had to say, "I'm sorry, I can't, I can't play this season because mm. I got to focus on family, or I've got to focus on work,
2: right, or I got to get that second job, or I don't yep. have a job, mm-hmm. or you know, if I get yep. hurt, how can I do my job?"
1: Yes. Uh, So we've had a lot of players say, you know, this just isn't going to work for me. Or they've said maybe 2022 is going to be my my inaugural season with you guys. So we are still recruiting. Mm -hmm.
0: Uh,
1: Believe it or not, we are five weeks from our first game.
0: Wow. It starts in May, right?
1: Yep. May 1st is our first game in Las Vegas. Mm -hmm. And we are still recruiting because we want to have a 45 person roster so that our women can really specialize and really focus Mm -hmm. on learning the offensive side of the ball or the defensive side of the ball or, you know, being a special teams hero. We definitely need those people too. So we are still recruiting.
2: (laughs) Well, yeah, if you're in the upper 20s, low 30s, you're still still at least 15 to 20 players out.
1: Mm
0: Mm-hmm. Well, it's—I mean, you—you you saw that happen in pioneer days for you know the NFL and mm-hmm. um, you know organized football as a whole, right? There were a lot of two-way players and three-way players, um, you know, when the game first started. So you know, it's—it's it's really you saw the game take off as a whole once players could find those specialized roles. Right.
2: Well, fifteen to twenty players isn't really that many, away. I mean, it sounds like a lot, and mm-hmm. because you are just not going to get those people to fall off a tree one way or another. But it's all about the interest level. If you get people who are excited about playing, who want to uh, experience something new, who maybe did see their brothers play yeah. and were pretty much feeling left out their entire life or, or being told you can't do it. Mm-hmm. That's is, a huge motivator. Which is probably the biggest pile of shit out there, yeah. <laughs> right? And I, I don't give a fuck. You can't just go out and tell people what they can and can't do. People get to explore the ideas or like the wants, desires that they have that comes inherent to them. Mm-hmm. And for all those people who women specifically, I would imagine, right, mm-hmm. um, who have been felt left out of any sport. I mean, could, it doesn't have to be football. Yeah. yeah, I wrestled in high school, wrestled in college, and I can tell you, growing up, but no, it wasn't very welcoming to women. And it wasn't that I was unwelcoming to women. And I don't think my coaches were unwelcoming to women. But definitely, the atmosphere wasn't unwell, was yep. welcoming to women. You know, whose fault is that? I don't know. But it was oftentimes just the uh story that I was brought into Mm -hmm. right that was where the book
0: was when I came in it's a cultural um you know impact right so you know for for, I know for me um I wasn't allowed to play football growing up uh my dad knew I was Puerto Rican that was because of your migration status (laughs) that I you know I'm uh Puerto Rican but whatever uh, but anyway uh, because I'm smaller in stature because of the nature of my people right uh, I'm not gonna get much bigger than five nine you know maybe 200 pounds with the right? heels so on you're good every now and then you know if it's a good Saturday night and I'm feeling frisky I'll, I'll I can run maybe six foot with some heels on but um, <laughs> but no I he knew you know I, I wasn't gonna get very large so you know he he stuck me in baseball and he said this is what you're gonna play and you know I didn't have have the option mm-hmm. i loved the game of football i you know in in high school growing up playing you know flag football i that was my favorite sport mm-hmm. but i was never going to have the opportunity because my parents didn't allow me to mm-hmm. right and i would imagine that same fear that my parents had for me uh would be the type of fear that some people have for allowing any of their children right. be it you know boy or girl uh playing the game so you know i it, it fascinated me reading you, about you and, and learning about your injury history and then hearing you talk about, you know, changing that culture. And uh, what are some of the things that you can you know, say to those concerned parents about what you're mm-hmm. trying to do to help prevent injuries in the game going forward?
1: Ah, yeah. So um, So I have another job. <laughs> mm-hmm. As if I don't have have enough to oh, do. Third job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. So I am a master trainer for USA Football, mm-hmm. and um, and I might add, I am the only woman master trainer for USA Football <laughs> currently, uh, which I hope is going to change in the near future. Uh, but my role with them is to make a better, safer game. So as I was uh, growing up in football. Uh, Over my career, I had a lot of different um, coaches and they would, they would coach in the way that they were coached Mm -hmm. to play tackle football. So there's a, there's a lot of uh, old school ways out there of, of instructing people how to tackle. So things like, um, put your face mask on the football,
0: Mm
1: -hmm. uh, get, get your head across the ball carrier's body, you know, when they're running at full speed, Mm -hmm. You know, and these are not safe techniques. No,
2: they're terrible techniques. <laughs> no, I mean, like um so I didn't start wrestling until I was like a freshman sophomore in high school. Okay? Mm-hmm. But I did I played football from about 3rd grade on out. And the way I was taught to do a double leg in wrestling was absolutely the most safest thing I could have ever learned, okay? Except for I was never taught that in football. Mm-hmm. In football, yeah. it was literally yeah face mask right in the ball or collide your face with hit them harder yeah (laughs) Yeah, spear yourself Um, Mm -hmm. wrap up um yep follow through i mean like there was like this whole collection of slogans you just keep telling i mean like like you just keep telling the kid like oh yeah that's how you do it bullshit that's not how you do it that's literally just a bunch of words there it really felt like growing up there was no technique Mm-hmm. There was absolutely no technique. There was no like, hey, proper stance. Where do your feet mm-hmm. go? Where's your front leg going? Where's your first step? Uh, change level, penetrate. Where? What am I aiming for? Where am I? When you say drive through the ball, that that absolutely tells me nothing. But when I step mm-hmm. through between your legs and lower my level to you know attack, and where mm-hmm. am I attacking? Attacking the waist, follow through. You know, like shit like that. I was taught that in wrestling. Mm-hmm. It was taught like. You yes. Know, more bear crawls, more yes. duck walks, more like exercise, yeah. more hit harder, mm-hmm. more attack, right. like work. Drink more milk. Yeah. Um, <laughs> drink out of the hose, you know, like uh, you can get water when we're done type well, of thing. There was also yeah. more
0: focus on becoming stronger, faster,
2: you know, bigger. Well, it mm-hmm. was like kind of like feed into that ma- male ego mm-hmm. that and it just felt, I mean, I mean, like now I'm just making the realization that it was like, you guys didn't teach me shit. Mm-hmm. Right. You didn't.
1: Like I, had a, I, yeah. like I
2: learned how to tackle playing, you know, wrestling.
1: Yes. You know, wrestle so, place, but. so wrestlers, yeah. rugby players, these these people who, you know, multi-sport athletes mm-hmm. who have experience learning how to bring people down effectively. Oh, yeah. Otherwise,
2: you won't win. So right. I got to teach you how to do it.
1: Those those people do very well in football. Mm-hmm. And I mean that they do well, meaning that they're effective tacklers yeah. usually. But they're also safer tacklers. Mm -hmm. And so they actually sustain less injuries. And that's what we've been learning in the last few years is, and you'll see this um with the Seattle Seahawks, who who started kind of this revolutionary change in the tackling system where we're focusing more on shoulder drives, alligator rolls, these types of things that come in from other sports, they're effective and they're safe. So after they started implementing this, they won a Super Bowl, mm-hmm. right? So a lot of people, uh, the, kind of the old school mentality is, we're not changing the way we teach tackling. This is how we've done it for 100 years, right?
2: Yeah, it's embarrassing. Um,
1: <laughs> <laughs> so they keep te- keep teaching the old school ways because they think that it's, it's softening the sport. Mm-hmm. But then you have an NFL team change their ways and they are the most successful, you know. They win the championship of the NFL, the Super Bowl, after they've changed their ways. Then it starts it getting some. Well, you always it, hear, it starts getting some a, momentum. It's a copycat right? league. Right. It starts getting gaining some momentum when you see a, a team having success. Mm-hmm. So now it's finally starting to trickle down into high school coaches, high school coaching, and youth coaching. We're really starting to see a a change in the approach.
2: I mean, I'm looking back and I felt like, I feel like it was a club. It Mm -hmm. was a total club and they didn't want to be shown a better way.
1: Mm -hmm. I think that's slowly changing now. Thank goodness. Um, Because we don't want to see kids
0: Mm -hmm. getting
1: hurt playing, you know, America's greatest game. Right. Um, Sorry, baseball. No, Um, no, (laughs) no, no, you're fine. (laughs) But, uh, you know, football is very popular popular mm-hmm. in the U.S. It, it really is. Um, so we, we want to see kids out there playing it as safely as possible.
2: So can I ask you about your athletes you got coming in? Absolutely. What? I mean, <laughs> I think it's a pretty obvious statement. I imagine you don't have... Women who are playing high school football or football now. So wh- where are you getting your athletes? So mm-hmm. um,
1: what
2: kind of what kind of backgrounds yeah. are they having?
1: We do actually get a woman or two who has played high school <laughs> ball. Actually, we have one player, um, Bo, Bo Gertis who. Um, she sounds like an all-star.
2: <laughs> I mean, like, dude, I got Bo on my team. Bo oh, knows.
1: Yes, Bo knows. Um, she, I believe, has been playing football for 18 years. Oh, wow. I think she's on year number 18. She, She's totally going to call me out if I got that wrong. <laughs> um, but she started as a youth. So there there are a few women who, mm-hmm. whose parents did allow them to play or who out of their own sheer will, you know, right. Um, You know, made their parents let them play. Uh, So they played youth, they played high school, they played flag or, you know, something. Mm -hmm. Uh, But you're right. Most women come to us having never played tackle football. We do get a lot of athletes coming over from other sports. Right. Uh, So like Anna, Mm -hmm. you know. What sport did she play? I believe she played basketball. Am I mistaken on that?
2: See, I don't... (laughs) I don't know Anna personally. Who and then these, she plays yeah. kickball. Yeah, she plays kickball. Right?
1: Which is the yeah. whole reason I'm here talking yeah. to you guys. Oh, we yeah. we love Anna. We love the connection. Um she's fantastic. So she is she is a wonderful athlete. You mm-hmm. can definitely tell that she has amazing skills that she's picked up throughout her athletic career and they are transferring very naturally to her position mm-hmm. in football. So her primary position right now is tight end. Okay. She has amazing hands. Uh, yeah. Great. Right. Um, she has very good body awareness. Um, she's, she's going to be a great football player. We actually, the uh, the coaches had a meeting, um, recently. And the question was, how can we get Anna the ball more? Hmm. Like we want Anna to have the ball. So we were, we had a good talk about that. Um, she's going to be a really good asset for us.
2: I mean, she's got it's like a really strong structure, yeah. right? She got a big frame, she's got really long arms, and she's gonna really excel at
1: and it. really long legs. Yeah, yeah, she's-
2: oh, yeah she'd probably <laughs> just out outrun. I mean, I don't know about how fast she is, yes. but she could just you know, so you like, gallop their way. We press. have a
1: route tree, right? Uh-huh. So we have routes that that every player every offensive player uh, needs to learn if they're gonna catch the ball. And so we like have um, you know, an out route mm-hmm. or an in route. And, you know, the, the, um, the other name for those routes are like a three step in or Mm -hmm. a three step out. Well, for Anna, (laughs) it's
2: like a two and a half, two and a quarter.
1: (laughs) Right. We can't say three step because for Anna, it might be different. It might be like a one and a half, you know, (laughs) she can go like 10 yards and two steps if she gets going. So yeah, we had to stop saying that and just call it an out or an in or, mean, or yeah. whatever its number is in the in the route tree. I won't give away what our route tree is in case we're, <laughs> we're shouting numbers from the sidelines. We don't want the, 17.
0: 17. <laughs> we yeah, don't yep. want
1: the defense to know what routes we're running. At
0: one point, it'd be amazing if people get to the point where they're listening to our show from different cities <laughs> and, and states, but... Uh, I don't think yeah, Leo was any on that
2: podcast. Yeah, she
1: gave
0: something that. up. Yeah. We're going to like I don't, I don't know. One week. of
1: our opponents might be listening. <laughs>
0: so let's talk about your opponents. So so I noticed that the the, the the teams that you're playing against are typically some of the West Coast teams. I've, I saw Las Vegas on the schedule. Yep. I saw Los Angeles. I saw San Diego. Or so Los Angeles, you didn't play.
1: No, we're going to play San Diego. San Diego, yes. you play. And then we're playing uh, San Seattle. Uh huh.
0: Um, and I think that those were the majority of the games. I think you played two games against most of those teams.
1: Yes. Uh, well, it's a it's a six game season. Mm-hmm. Uh, so three at home, three away. Um, our three away games are Las Vegas and Seattle and San Diego. And I saw two weeks as a bye. Yeah. So it's it's kind of a it's we kind of got a, a kind of weird schedule. Yeah. Our two mm-hmm. byes are back to back. Uh, so we will have a a long stretch. It's um, so a
0: recovery week. Back that, to back. Yeah, maybe a know, team vacation? <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, you know, it costs so much money for women to play football that I doubt we'll be going on any vacations mm. anywhere. Um, it really is an expensive game. And... Um, and, yeah. I mean,
2: equipment, yeah. <laughs> field rentals, travel, just medical expenses. I mean, just getting to L.A., <laughs> Vegas. Yeah, if somebody gets hurt, I'm sure mm-hmm. your insurance is expensive.
1: Plane tickets, yeah. hotel rooms, uh, field rentals, referees. Yeah, it 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 adds up. It adds up Pretty every fast, month. It yeah. adds up. I mean, you know, just even like the little things, like uh, keeping our website going, mm-hmm. keeping our Dropbox account uh you know open and ready to go just like there's little things that that add up monthly as well so
2: where in portland are you guys playing your your games
1: great question
2: (laughs) (laughs) you said there were no questions i I couldn't ask no
1: no 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 um uh the the thing is is um we are still very much in pandemic Status ah, here in the saying. Portland metro that's area. Roosevelt,
0: right? Was the the plans? So that-
1: last year uh, we were gonna play at Roosevelt, and then actually we switched to Milwaukee. Ooh. So um, our plan is to hopefully play at Milwaukee High School on their brand new artificial turf field. Oh, nice. right? look at you! Yeah, we are really hoping that that's gonna happen. However. Uh, the North Clackamas School District uh, has not opened up their facilities to outside organizations yet. Mm. Um, so, we cannot say that 100% sure we will play at Milwaukee High School. That is our intention and our sincere hope. <laughs>
0: <laughs> right, well, we
1: may end up in Seaside.
0: In Seaside, wow. <laughs> seaside. Hey, go to Seaside. Go crabbing. Yeah, man, give us a reason to get out there. <laughs> yeah.
2: It's not like I don't want. Are they like the coincided coast, with but... like the fish and wine festival, the seafood wine festival? Well, I'll tell you, like <laughs> a good weekend out of it. So yeah, well, let's do it. Um, I'm going.
0: So for for us, really, one of the things that we asked ourselves is how can we be of any support right so i think mm-hmm. one of the, the the reason why we got we were able to uh, snag you and, and and get an interview with you is because um you know anna was doing the fundraising mm-hmm. and uh, you know the, the kickball community proudly turned out and did our best to support mm-hmm. anna is she still the, the the leading collector
1: she still is yeah so our fundraiser ended at midnight last night And we are still tallying all of the funds that came in. But as of right now? As of right now, Anna is still our leader. That's fantastic. Yes. She brought in, I believe, over $2,000. Wow.
0: Nice.
1: Yeah. Pretty incredible. And I know that a lot of that is due to her kickball family. And so we are very grateful. And obviously, we believe in um, supporting each other. Mm -hmm. So absolutely want to continue the relationship we want you guys at games we want to be at your games we want we definitely want to keep this going all uh,
2: right if, if it, go yeah. ahead before we move on is there a reason you stop can can we continue to donate can we is there like so that, oh I mean, <laughs> that was that was i mean
0: like serious question that was what i was kind of leaning yeah. towards. so obviously at this point um you know you were you know fundraising for a specific purpose uh mm. but you know, we know that you guys need continued support and Absolutely. if there's any way that, yep. you know, we can kind of be champions for you guys mm-hmm. and, and kind of, you know, talk about it. Um, we'd yeah. love to do so. We,
1: we definitely don't say no to money. Yeah. <laughs> so we have, we have a PayPal, we have a Venmo, like anybody who just wants to give us a straight up donation, mm-hmm. we are excited about that. That's wonderful. Um, but then there are other ways, you know, to support the team. So we do have merchandise, so if somebody wants a hoodie or a hat or a yeah. sticker or I saw those
0: hoodies, you hot. know
1: something in exchange for their money, mm-hmm. um, go to our website, OregonRavens.com. Mm-hmm. So you can buy merch and then games, right? So as soon as we announce our home field, we will have game tickets for sale. So come to a game, you know, bring your friends, come to all three games. If you have a good time at the first one, please come back. Um, and then... You know just reach out to to like your local your your local player or your connection with the team and just stay in touch like you know what what's going on with the team um we will have future fundraisers and some of them are are more like event oriented than just straight up you know give us money like we had a we had an online wine tasting back in december that was pretty cool oh nice with battle creek sellers um we we raffled off a fantastic television for the Super Bowl. Wow! Uh, so we we keep doing things. Um, I, I think we're gonna have a golf tournament later oh, um, when when the weather gets yeah. nice. Yeah, I mean. So yeah, if you like to golf, he's a scratch you know, golfer. So
2: oh, yeah, Stop yeah, it. He's, it. <laughs> <laughs> he's good.
1: I'm terrible at golf, and and so yeah. I always kind of dread golfing adventures. It always rains yeah. when I golf.
2: Big thing I saw <laughs> online was, and included myself, is we were trying to find a, a way to buy Anna Shaw jerseys. Oh.
1: Jerseys aren't available
2: yet, uh, right? Jerseys aren't available, and...
1: <sighs> I am so sorry to inform you guys that we did have a jersey sale, and it ended. Oh. Yes. But, the WNFC, which is our league, the, the Women's National Football
2: Contour. Yes. Stop yes, it, yes, she's it. not available. <laughs>
1: Not available for what? (laughs) 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 What All right. All
2: right. She is available. She said it herself.
1: (laughs) But the Women's National Football Conference um, is partnered up with Adidas.
2: Oh, wow. And
1: Adidas made replica jerseys for us this season. Um, We did a big initial sale, Mm -hmm. um, but I heard a rumor that we're going to do another round of replica jersey sales. So just you know, keep keep looking at our website. Look at our social media. We do announce everything there. So hopefully you'll get your jersey.
0: Yeah. Well, we're gonna do our best to to grab one once it's available. Hopefully we have the opportunity. Um, One thing I want to make sure that we have is eventually once the games are playing, our own cheering section oh, yeah. a, a kickball cheering <laughs> section i think <laughs> yes. so i think we're At gonna have to, all three of the home games i love it i don't see how I, else we'll do it yeah i you know i totally think that we can do that so you know we've got uh, just a few minutes here so if you had uh, a projection for who you're... Well, I mean, you've played a lot of football, right? So do you have MVP caliber players on your team? Do you think you've got yes. a future gold medalist
1: <laughs> Yes. on your roster? Yes, we definitely do. Well, we have several. Yeah,
0: yeah.
1: Anna Shaw, definitely. Um, I um, I am super... Excited to see what Stephanie Ali Matafi Tafi does. Mm -hmm. Um, She has played football for a number of years. I've I've played football with her. Mm -hmm. She's an absolute beast. Wow! She will kick anyone's ass on the line. Anyone. Offensive line. Like she is the strongest woman in football right now. Wow! So um, she's going to try out for the next U.S. Women's National Team in twenty twenty two. I. I'm not sure what position she's going to play this season, but she's played at both guard and tackle, mm. I believe. in the in in previous seasons. Um, she's a great pulling guard. Like she eat. she comes down the line yeah. and like there's.
0: Who's gonna? Yeah, no they, one wants to get <laughs> in her I don't even want to play against
1: her. No, they they just pancakes just all day. That's wow, awesome. Yeah, she flattens everybody, pretty much. So Stephanie absolutely. Um, we have some, we just, we have so many amazing players. Like you don't have enough time (laughs) to to listen to all of this, but, um, I'm really excited to see what Siobhan Verdry does on defense. She, uh, was the WNFC defensive player of the year in the league's inaugural season. And that was also her inaugural season. She had never played football before and she came out and got defensive player of the year. Wow. Yeah. What so, team was she playing for? She was playing for Seattle at that time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What
2: well,
0: well, position? That's a nice, you know, steal yeah. there. <laughs>
1: <laughs> there, there was no thievery. Yeah,
2: <laughs> she <laughs> any was screw those guys, you know. Shit.
1: She came to us. She yeah. came to us. That's awesome. Yeah. But well, we... if you need me to make first contact
2: with anybody, <laughs> I got no shame in my game. I got, I'll do anything. We're pretty decent recruiters. I appreciate
1: yeah. that. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, recruiters, I I'll, suppose.
2: I'll put them on the podcast. <laughs> Should, maybe they can play third base for me.
0: Yeah. Well, uh, listen, I, I want to thank you for your time. Uh, it's been a true pleasure. Is there anything else we want to cover before you uh, we let you go?
1: Oh, I'd just say again that if you are even remotely interested in playing women's tackle football, come come say hi. Come to a practice. Come meet the women. Come meet our coaches. Come meet our staff, and um, see if it's if it's something that you would like to give a try. We we would absolutely love to grow not just our numbers, but awareness. You know, if if football is not something you want to play, we want you in the stands. So nice. please become a fan. Of, uh, of the I Oregon am. Ravens Wait, yeah. you've
0: got two more right now um, <laughs> and, and uh, what I'll commit to you is that every week that we do a show we'll make sure to mention the Oregon Ravens and and talk about and at least until the season starts the fact that you're still looking for players and, and wanting to get people to, to join and, and get And the we're ball. going to the games and we're going to the games we'll be there <laughs> uh, and and we'll have a ton of fun watching your our, our Oregon Ravens play football so, I Leah.
1: appreciate that so much. Thank you,
0: Leah. Thank you so much for your time.
1: <laughs> it was a pleasure. Thank,
0: thank, you, thank you so much. <laughs> All right, guys, that was our interview with Leah Hinkle. I hope you enjoyed it. Um, you know, really, we had a great time, and I'd love to, you know, have her on the show at some point in the near future. Uh, anything, obviously, Just Kickball can do to support, uh, you know, one of our own in Anisha and and help grow women's sports in general. Um, we're going to jump on every opportunity to do so. So I hope you had a great time listening to it. And um, I know we had a, a great time recording it and, and interviewing and discussing things with uh, with Leah. She, she was a fantastic person. I look forward to catching up with her again soon. So anyway, that'll do it for tonight. I will see you out on the kickball field sooner rather than later. You guys have a fantastic night. Take care.
2: A faded sign at the sun